Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to this Thursday evening's The Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, August 11th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, What's a Gun Got to Do With It? A May 2022 The Hill article entitled, Here is a list of 27 school shootings that have taken place this year, underscores the fear many have regarding gun ownership. But why is protecting one's person, family, property, etc. in the face of evil threatening and not prudent? After all, Isn't peace most ensured when strength is most protected? Or, as Reagan put it, peace comes through strength? In other words, doesn't common sense inform us that criminals exploit vulnerability? The arguments for gun control are familiar to most. The anti-gun stance is that no guns means no mass shootings at schools less violent crime generally. In support of this position, the figure of fewer deaths by guns in nations where guns have been banned is often cited, while violent deaths by other means are typically ignored. Alternatively, the pro-gun position draws attention to number one, declining violent crimes in America for nearly three decades, Antifa, Black Lives Matter riots, state DA criminal leniency, federal prison purges, etc. are altering this trend. Number two, armed citizens for criminal deterrence. And three, on the scene, armed citizens preventing crime and apprehending criminals before police arrive. Think of the recent Indian Mall Good Samaritan and this article will explore the anti-gun side. Underscore the healthy obsession with violence, anti-gun activists are aghast to learn that more guns exist in America, 400 million, than Americans at 330 million. As if large numbers of inanimate objects somehow animate them. It would be akin to shuddering over the number of chainsaws and hardware stores for fear that one might somehow self-start and kill someone. What anti-gun activists don't shout from their rooftops is that 
as the number of modern sporting rifles, MSRs, sold in America has increased over the past quarter century to include high-capacity magazine, automatic high-powered rifles, etc., which they argue pose the greatest threat. The number of violent crimes has declined. At this point, more savvy anti-gun activists claim that the issue isn't firearms for self-defense, but firearms that kill children. Sandy Hook Promise.org's number one factoid reads, Each day, 12 children die from gun violence in America, recognizing that a number without context is pretext. 4.4 thousand annual firearm-related deaths and a sea of 83 million American children aged 0 to 19 means 0.0053% or 53 and out of 1 million die annually. To appreciate these odds, National Safety Council 2019 data report that a person's lifetime odds of dying from cancer are 1 in 7. Stated differently, the average person's chance of dying from cancer is 2,695 times greater than a child dying from a firearm. A New England Journal of Medicine May 2022 article entitled Crossing Lines, a Change in the Leading Cause of Death Among U.S. Children is the source for the above Sandy Hook Promise.org factoid. It uses CDC WISQARS fatal injury data to purportedly prove that guns kill more children annually than motor vehicles. MEJM authors assert that decades of successful governmental intervention to curb vehicular accidents among children should be applied to curb firearm deaths. What's curious is that the CDC data referenced include 24-year-old adults with a higher risk profile for just about anything than a 6-year-old for this Fox child group. Firearms unseated motor vehicle fatalities for the first place in 2017. Yet, CDC numbers are rerun for children aged 0 to 19 from 2001 to 2021 Motor vehicular fatalities exceeded deaths by firearms by nearly 2 to 1, and for those 0 to 14 by 4 to 1. From this, it seems difficult to assert that American children are being killed en masse by firearms. While the anti-gun crowd may view such logic as heartless, despite the fact that optics for national public policy should be based upon national, not individual, prevalence. It's compelled to pivot to a final assertion. No guns means no violent crime, as proven in places like Europe. In the 1950s, the UK banned concealed weapons, followed by shotguns in the 80s. After a couple of high-profile school shootings, all handguns were banned in the late 90s. What's curious is that while licensed firearms have declined in the UK since 1996, violent crime has increased. 
iGeek.com puts it this way. Each time the UK, the UK stiffened gun laws, they saw an increase in murder rates. Per JusticeDegree.hub, violent crime in Britain and Wales is 898 per 100,000, or 2.3 times higher than that in the U.S. at 387 per 100,000. If gun control is the right solution, how is it that America, a nation with more guns than people, has half the rate of violent crime of the UK, which banned guns over two decades ago? Given that many European nations have adopted a similar approach, there must be one nation where removal of guns from law-abiding citizens has vanquished violence committed by criminals who aren't law-abiding right? Sweden is exalted as the civilized world's poster child for democratic socialism, a place where egalitarianism provides cover for government's ever-expanding role in the lives of its citizens. Has gun confiscation from law-abiding citizens resolved Sweden's violent crime? A December 2018 Spectator article entitled, Violent crime in Sweden is soaring. When will uh, politicians act? By Paula Newberg reports that Sweden ranks first for hand grenades, hand grenade violence of countries not at war. Per the Gatestone Institute, the rise in crime has little to do with guns. Forty years after the Swedish parliament unanimously decided to change the formerly homogeneous Sweden into a multicultural, multicultural country, violent crime has increased by 300% and rapes by 1,472%. Sweden is now number two on the list of rape countries, surpassed only by Lesotho and South Africa. A March 2019 Washington Times article entitled a late education for Sweden echoes the same. Sweden's social democracy, often cited by Europeans and like-minded Americans as the model society, is in deep trouble. Sweden is no longer a low-crime country. In some areas of Sweden, the National Police Minister has probably warned that police are no longer able to uphold the law. The bottom line is fortunately easy to find. When intent to harm exists, guns are irrelevant. After all, Cain got by with a stone. Regardless of your view of the Bible, it claims what reasonable people know to be true. The source of violence is not the weapon used, but the person who uses the weapon. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder. Matthew fifteen nineteen. How foolish to combat crime by confiscating guns from law-abiding citizens when crimes are committed by criminals pay the law, which is, of course, why they're referred to as criminals. The missing puzzle piece in the UK, Sweden, and host of other nations should have been the first proper identification of the criminal. 
In closing, the gun debate in America is simple to resolve. Keep your guns. It's the smartest and freest choice. Smart because the IQ heavies of 1776 deemed it necessary to maintain a free nation, and freest because freedom was their aim. If you fear guns, the choice is equally simple. Don't own one. You have that choice. However, if you support gun confiscation, you remove that choice from your fellow citizen, leaving him more vulnerable. If your fellow citizen is victimized by a criminal, morally speaking, the policy you supported spilled his blood. By the way, did you catch the irony? By making hundreds of millions of law-abiding citizens more vulnerable, anti-gun activists embolden criminals to commit more, not less crime. Talk about a mess. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription, mailed within the United States, is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. 
uh, thank you for your listenership. Also, uh, I just started uh, the show on um, uh, Truth Social, and uh, it's just the show up there that uh, you can uh, get on and listen to the show. Um, and I also uh, advertise when the shows are coming and uh, give like a brief description of uh, what the show is going to be about. And I just started this, uh, I don't know, maybe a week or two ago, maybe two weeks. And uh, it's been slow going, uh, finding followers. But um, I have a couple of followers I want to mention. Now, uh, anybody that listens to my show knows I don't give uh, whole names, uh, even if they are uh, not a person's uh, real name. I don't give... uh, the full names, because, uh, you know, sometimes our enemies uh, listen to the show, which I'm sure quite often they do, and uh, I don't want to uh, attract our enemies uh, onto uh, innocent listeners uh, of my show. So um, for that reason, uh, I don't give out uh, whole names, but I want to thank W America and F Dude. Uh, from uh, Truth Social. Thank you so much for following the show. And uh, uh, if you enjoy the show, uh, share it around there uh, on Truth Social. Uh, I've been doing the show. It's it's not, it's not a new show. I've been doing uh, the Rust Belt Clansman show now for uh, two or three years. And uh, before that, I was doing uh, uh, another show that I did on my own. Uh, I've also uh, co-hosted and had a show on Straight Arm Media. Uh, a good loyal brother uh, owns uh, Straight Arm Media, and uh, uh, I was grateful <coughs> that he gave me a spot uh, on his Straight Arm Media platform, and uh, also uh, uh, co-hosted. That's how I got into uh, radio myself. I co-hosted uh, uh, with this gentleman. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I'll pass it around if you enjoy the show. I really appreciate it. And thank you to, again uh, to my white brothers and sisters uh, in our European countries that have uh, uh, been listening to the show. And thank you also, W America and F Dude uh, from Truth Social. Uh, I, I say this all the time. Uh, the show wouldn't be here if it were, wasn't for uh, the listeners. Uh, you know, if I had no listeners, I wouldn't be doing a show, and uh, the show's doing quite well, and uh, I'm trying to expand it even further. So, again, thank you, uh, everyone. Uh, the first article I'm going to do this evening uh, kind of goes along with the commentary, and uh, this is why uh, our government is so intent on disarming uh, white law-abiding citizens. Now, number one, you know, if if you are a white law-abiding citizen, that pretty much puts you in um, the uh, patriot uh, uh, bracket. Uh, You are a patriot. You love America. You love what America stands for. Uh, You love culture. You love your history. You love your heritage. Uh, You love everything America. Now, uh, back up a little bit. Uh, America, let's not forget, uh, was founded and intended to remain a white Christian country. 
uh, our forefathers had to be rolling around in their graves, uh, looking down upon us and uh, uh, the shape uh, that America is in. Now, uh, people that don't know, uh, new listeners, I am a Christian uh, identist. And uh, my belief is that uh, the white race uh, are the remnants. Our ancestors are the Israelites spoken of in the Bible. They were not Jews. Uh, uh, They were white, and uh, God made his covenant uh, to the uh, white people, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They were white. And uh, our us can be followed... um, Clear to America. Uh, that that is proven. Clear to America. So not only what our forefathers intended America to be, uh, it is my belief that America is a God-given land to God's chosen people, which is the white race. Um, that's what I believe, and. Uh, Anybody that would be interested in learning uh, anything uh, about Christian identity uh, or uh, the beliefs of a Christian identist, uh, you're welcome to email the show, call the show, leave a voice uh, message, or text the show, and uh, I'll get you the information uh, uh, that you need. And also, uh, where you can listen to a, a good uh, Christian identist a sermon every week as well. But uh, back to this uh, article, this comes from the news source Reason.com, and the headline is, American Revolution Images Might Reveal You as a Violent Extremist, says the FBI. Uh, says the FBI uh, that just raided uh, Donald Trump's property in uh, Florida, uh, several days ago. Uh, when the FBI puts out a bulletin on symbols used by anti-government or anti-authority, anti-extremists, and it looks like a catalog of t-shirts half the country might want to wear, it's a strong indication that the feds are way off base. Uh, absolutely. This is why they wish to disarm uh, law-abiding white American citizens. This is why. Uh, You know, um, I've said this many times. The Second Amendment wasn't added uh, uh, for our protection to hunt. Uh, You know, there wasn't grocery stores and supermarkets back then. Hunting was... um, uh, normal. Uh, hunting uh, wasn't a sport, I guess, so to say. Uh, this was how you uh, gathered food. Uh, this is how you fed your family. So they didn't have to put the Second Amendment in uh, for you to be able to hunt. Uh, oh, no. It, it, it goes deeper than that. And this is why uh, our government's trying to disarm us. The Second Amendment was added because our forefathers knew that eventually our government would turn on its people. That is why they added the Second Amendment. This is why um, uh, the Second Amendment was added. So we as citizens 
can protect ourselves and our country from a tyrannical government. This is why. Uh, so, uh, make no mistake, you know, and, and like the uh, article said, uh, the uh, commentary said, uh, these idiots uh, believe, or they want you to believe, that uh, uh, less guns is less violence. Uh, that is uh, stupidity at its finest. You know, to disarm uh, law-abiding citizens in America... How many criminals do you think have registered, legally registered firearms? Uh, my guess would be zero. So when uh, Big Brother comes around to confiscate your firearms, you as a law-abiding citizen are the only one that's going to be losing your firearms. The criminals will still have firearms. And, uh, you know, I've seen uh, several uh, articles as of late, too, uh, one where I can't remember how many people were stabbed, but it was here uh, in the States, and they called it a mass, uh, I don't know if they called it a mass uh, murder. Uh, I don't even know how many of the people died. But anyhow, it was a nut uh, in a crowd of people just going through stabbing people uh, to, just to cause harm. You know, a criminal doesn't need a gun to harm you. Uh, there, what did it say? Sweden's number one weapon of choice is a grenade. Imagine that, a grenade. Uh, imagine uh, the blacks that have, uh, invade Sweden, uh, which, you know, every uh, white European country on the globe has been invaded by non-whites. Invaded. Uh, imagine the drive-bys in Sweden uh, when the boys in the, the uh, hood roll up, as they call it, and uh, instead of shooting you, uh, they toss a... Uh, so, you know, uh, don't be fooled. There are other weapons. And there I said about a, uh, uh, that uh, person that knifed a bunch of people in a crowd. What, are we going to uh, eliminate knives? Uh, I don't know what the statistics are. I don't have them right here in front of me, but uh, uh, I wonder how many people... Uh, die from uh, drunk drivers every year. Uh, should we ban uh, vehicles? Or, you know, uh, the government says they only want to take the automatic weapons, uh, the heavy-duty weapons. Okay, does that mean that uh, we should eliminate uh, muscle cars because uh, they go faster? A uh, drunk could hit somebody going at a higher speed? Uh, you know, it, it's common sense, which uh, the left uh, does, uh, they're short on common sense, a real short. Uh, but back to this article, um, it gets even sillier when part of the bulletin resembles a brochure for a revolutionary war museum. Then again, George Washington and the Continental Army were arguably anti-government or anti-authority violent extremists, which is a reminder that governments aren't necessarily the good guys. Uh, you know, we are seeing that. We are seeing that uh, uh, today in America. Now, uh, I'll say this because uh, I do not uh, uh, promote vigilante violence. 
Uh, not at all. Uh, but I believe uh, we need to have our Second Amendment right uh, because uh, when uh, things go south uh, in America, say a civil war comes along or uh, a, a racial holy war uh, comes along, you're going to want to be armed. Uh, you're not going to want to be left uh, uh, sitting out in the cold, so to say. Uh, but I don't promote vigilante violence. And for any new listeners, this is why I do not promote vigilante violence. This is what our enemies want us to do. They want us to act out um, in a fit uh, of anger. Uh, of provoke. This is why they poke at us. And you know, they try to push us over the edge. So we commit some kind of a crime. And then guess what? They can lock us away. Uh, a good example... Uh, and I did the uh, uh, commentary was about that Tuesday evening. Uh, our uh, January 6th political prisoners. This is what they want. You know, once you're in jail uh, or prison, you're out of the game. You can't fight for your white Christian country when you're sitting in jail or prison. So this is a ploy from our enemies to try to eliminate us. Uh, and that is to provoke us into uh, violent acts. And uh, here, uh, we're going to get into some of these uh, symbols, I believe, of, of what they're calling violent extremists. You know, uh, they're, they're, they're afraid of us because they know uh, the majority of white nationalists in America. We understand uh, their game. We understand what they are trying to do uh, to us. And uh, many of us aren't foolish enough uh, uh, to play into their traps. And believe me, uh, they have plenty. Our enemies have traps all over the place. Then what they got to do is come up with this BS, like this article. Anything patriotic in America, you're a violent extremist. You're a violent extremist. I don't call it being a violent extremist. When you are fighting to have uh, your country remain your country, what it was founded on. <clears throat> you know, America right now is so far from God, uh, it isn't even funny. And, you know, this was a slow process as well. Uh, they, they took God out of schools uh, decades ago. Uh, I remember when I went to school, uh, we said a prayer every morning. Uh, I don't remember Bibles in the classroom, but we said a prayer, and we said the Pledge of Allegiance, too. And there was no shame in that. That was, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, mandatory, and we didn't have, uh, the school I went to, we didn't have non-whites crying, oh, they don't want this, uh, that's racist. You know what, if, it, if you're a non-white in America, and you feel that uh, us whites and white Christians are being racist towards you because we love our country and we're not giving it to you, then get the hell out. Move. Go back to your motherland. We don't need you here. Uh, you know, uh, these non-whites invading America, they think that uh, they should come here and, uh, you know, we just bow down and give them what they want. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it, it's not that simple. Uh, the article continue, continues here. The Federal Bureau of Investigation Domestic Terrorism Symbols Guide 
hit the news August 2nd when it was shared by sources, including Mississippi uh, attorney Stephen uh, Stambluis, who posted the bulletin on Twitter. He told me he got it from the FBI and that he followed up with a query for more information. Good luck to him. My own email to the FBI Counterterrorism Division bounced back because I don't have permission to send it. How do you like that? You as a, uh, uh, a United States citizen don't have permission to contact the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the, the very people uh, uh, that come knocking on innocent people's doors. I saw, and this is no kidding, uh, they raided, uh, the FBI raided a Amish family because they thought they were storing up too much food. That's right. Now, you tell me this isn't government overreach. And there was, uh, uh, with what happened to uh, Donald Trump, government overreach. Uh, and what they are trying to do is scare us. And unfortunately, uh, for uh, the minute amount of sheep, so to say, in America... Uh, our white brothers and sisters that uh, uh, are scared easily, uh, you know, that would just, uh, uh, they're the type, uh, uh, when you went to school and uh, you got in a fight with somebody on the playground and you were allowed. Uh, that's how you solve things in the playground. There wasn't bullies. There wasn't sissies. Uh, boys weren't going to school wearing uh uh, fingernail polish and lipstick. We didn't have that. Uh, when you had a problem with someone, you solved it in the playground. And uh, now I actually forgot where I was going with that. But, but uh, uh, any, anyhow, things uh, just aren't that way anymore. Um. Inquiries to other FBI sources received a polite brush-off and then silence. Maybe I'm wrong, but the feds seem unhappy this bulletin is in the wild, and with good reason. The first section of the document includes a modified version of the American flag with an igloo in the canton representing the ideological diverse Boogaloo movement. Characterized in 2020 by reasons Zach Wassemuller as Gen Z, Gen Z Second Amendment activism. The movement has faded from public view, but is apparently still on the minds of the feds. Uh, now, this is where I was going uh, uh, with what I was saying on the playground. And uh, the few minute sheep, our white brothers and sisters in America... Uh, that, that uh, they seem to uh, have the uh, uh, spine of a jellyfish, uh, no spine. They are afraid, and you, uh, uh, people around my age, uh, grew up in the uh, 70s and 80s. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. If you got in a fight in, in the playground, or uh, you know, in a neighborhood over uh, something, uh, the type of people uh, uh, that would start the fight, and then when you fought them, they would curl up in a fetal position. Uh, at your feet, begging you uh, not to hit them again. Uh, Weak-minded sheep. 
Uh, also featured is the black and gold flag of anarcho-capitalism representing, as the FBI notes, those advocating the state to be eliminated or minimized and that public services be provided by, provided by private companies competing in a free market. Then there's the Punisher Skull, popularized by the vigilante of comic books, TV, movies, and ironically embraced by law enforcement. Uh, maybe a Fed scanned uh, his own tattoo for the image. Also included are warrior culture, hoplite helmet, and an electrical resistance symbol, implying that electrical engineers and fans of the movie 300 about the battle of Thermophile are a stretchy bunch. Also highlighted is the flag flown at the Battle of Gonzales during the Texas Revolution with a cannon and the on a white field. That phrase is, trans is a translation from the classical Greek Molon Labi. Now a Second Amendment rallying cry originated, recorded as Spartan King Leonidas' response when ordered by the Persians to lay down his weapons at Thermoplahi. This is quite the grab bag of anti-authoritarian images popular with individuals, history buffs, and at least a few cops. Most of them can be found for sale on t-shirts and bumper stickers. The FBI seems to understand that it's throwing a pretty wild net with a collection of political symbols and the logos of a popular entertainment franchise. The bulletin notes that use or sharing of these symbols alone should not independently be considered evidence of militia, violent extremism presence, or affiliation, or serve as an indicator of illegal activity. But despite this declaimer, the document gets even worse. Historical American symbols representing gun rights and limited government, the bulletin hopefully annotates next to the image of the famous revolutionary area Gaddison Don't Tread on Me flag and the commonly referenced historical imagery or quote section. Also in the rogues gallery are the Liberty Tree, the Betsy Ross flag, the generic Revolutionary War imagery. Really? Even with a lame disclaimer attached that not every don't tread on me enthusiast is dangerous, what use is served by associating imagery and ideas from the founding of the country with militia violent extremism? Unless, that is, the FBI is trying to tell us it's not comfortable with that whole liberty and ill which, to be honest, is entirely believable. Be on the lookout for feds skipping around Boston Freedom Trail and the Valley Forge Museum. Page 2. Yes, that was all on the first page, list of quotes. Events that anger many people, Waco and Ruby Ridge. And names a few organizations that were not affiliated with the Continental Congress. Among these are three percenters and Oath Keepers, some of who, whose members were indicted for actions related to the January 6th Capitol riot, including troubling political, seditious conspiracy charges. 
Then the feds step in, step in it again. Uh, mainstream militia, nationwide, mostly online activity, low history of violence. The FBI notes the American contingency one organization mentioned. So the feds are scrutinizing internet debating societies. Okay, the feds are scrutinizing debating societies again. The FBI has an unpleasant history of targeting critics of government for doing no more than saying harsh things about the powers that be. The FBI has placed more emphasis on domestic dissent than on organized crime and, according to some, lets its efforts against foreign spies suffer because of the amount of time spent checking up on American protest groups, the Senate Church Committee explained in 1976. Where's the FBI investigating Black Lives Matter? Where's the FBI uh, investigating Antifa? Uh, you know, they compare January 6th. They call January 6th an insurrection. What in the hell would you call the summer of 2020 when you had Black Lives Matter activists and Antifa burning down buildings, looting stores, destroying public property? And then guess what? Guess what? Uh, Then these places, these Democrat-run cities that allowed this to happen, then guess who they come to to fix up the mess that they allowed? Good old Whitey. Whitey, we need your tax dollars. You know, I said this when this uh, 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 rioting and stuff was going on in 2020. What they need to do is uh, border off several states, put the non-whites in it that aren't happy, uh, here around uh, Whitey and our white Christian country, if you ain't happy here and you refuse to go back to your motherland, put them in these walled uh, states and let them fend for themselves. Let the non-whites build their own government. Let the non-whites build their own uh, whatever, uh, their own libraries, uh, uh, their own governments, their own grocery stores, uh, everything. Let them build. Guess what? You know what that, that walled-in city would look like within a, a couple of years? And it looked like a little uh, village in the jungles of Africa with everybody drinking out of mud puddles and eating whatever they could spear uh, for that evening. You know, I've never seen a, a, a bunch more of ungrateful people than the non-whites in America. And we have shared our technology. We have shared everything we have with these people. And now we're the bad guy. You know, these people are that stupid. They don't even realize without Whitey, they have nothing. They have nothing. This, it's biting the hand that feeds. Kind of got off subject there, but uh, uh, things in America irritate me. Uh, things haven't really changed except for a growing fixation on the Gaddiston flag. In 2016, after Lavoie uh, Fenecum was killed during a standoff with authorities over the Malheur Wildlife Refuge in Oregon, a federally funded intelligence sharing fusion center issued a heads-up to police to look out for protesters, even though no credible threats to law enforcement are present at this time. Uh, You know, 
uh, people, white people today are being investigated uh, for being patriotic, for loving our country, loving our God, loving our race. My God, this is a white, a white Christian country. Who wouldn't love their, their, their race? Do you think the Africans in Africa don't love their race, their culture, their heritage, their history? Any non-white uh, country, those state of people, well, not so much anymore. Uh, I mean, it's, it was a problem for many years now, uh, uh, this immigration, illegal immigration, even legal immigration uh, of non-whites. Uh, you know, uh, a white Christian country such as America needs to have uh, lines drawn in the sand. You know, this is our white Christian country, and I I think personally that America should be held to a standard of, uh, uh, I'll even be generous, uh, 90% white. Uh, if America starts getting over uh, or under 90% white, well then, uh, you know, some non-whites got to go. They got to go back to their motherland, or whatever. Uh, what happens here in America, though? Uh, uh, these um, non-white illegal immigrants come come here. Uh, they have nothing to do but uh, uh, rob, rape, steal, breed. Uh, then when they breed and they have their little uh, baby, uh, then that uh, that kid is uh, considered. A United States citizen. What the? What is that? Where does that come from? Could you imagine a white woman going to Africa and uh, having a? Well, why she would? I don't know. Uh, maybe a mud shark. Uh, go to Africa, have a child. Do you think that African nation, African country, is going to have that child? Label that child as a natural citizen of Africa? This this is how crazy things are getting. It, it's unbelievable, people. Unbelievable. Uh, the report includes several visual indicators to help police determine whether they're dealing with extremists and disaffected individuals, reasons Jesse Walker wrote. These range from images associated with specific political groups, such as the Oath Keepers and Three Percenters, to a more generic patriotic symbol, the Gaddiston flag. One of the indicators is a slightly altered version of a picture popular with the fans of the Grateful Dead. Uh, there was no intent to offend or single out individuals and groups, who use these symbols for historical or legitimate purposes. The Fusion Center apologized after a wave of pushback. We will attempt to articulate those distinctions clearer in the future. You know, big thing that gets attacked. Uh, big thing uh, that gets attacked. Uh, hang a Klan flag somewhere. Uh, hang a Ku Klux Klan flag uh, somewhere. And, and see how much attention that draws. Uh, the Klan is hated so much in America because uh, the Klan is, is known. Uh, you know, when you think of the first uh, organization you think about 
when you think about a white rights organization, uh, when you think of an organization that can turn America around, uh, you think uh, of the Ku Klux Klan. Now, as, as said many times uh, on the show, uh, not all uh, uh, clans are the same. Not all clans are legit. Uh, the problem is that uh, the name Ku Klux Klan is a public domain name, so that means anybody can use it, whether they know any clan history or not. Uh, and every time you see a crime, uh, if it's, uh, you know, somebody that starts this clan, they have no idea of the history or nothing else of the clan, uh, don't have a clue, uh, and they go out and they uh, do some kind of uh, a vigilante act or uh, uh, any kind of illegal activity, and when the mainstream media gets it and it hits the newspaper, the Ku Klux Klan did this. See, that's how they fool America into thinking, uh, and many Americans do. They think the Ku Klux Klan is just this one big organization in America, uh, and that is not true. Uh, I believe the last I uh, uh, researched that there's, uh, I believe it's 46 different uh, Klan organizations in America. Uh, now, I didn't run a commercial uh, for that, and uh, anybody uh, that doesn't know this, uh, I am a lifetime member and a knight uh, within the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, the Knights Party is a legally registered third political party in America, and our goal is political power. Uh, check out our website. Uh, go to www.kkknationaloffice.com. Uh, that is our public website. Go check that out. See what we're all about. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we're a far cry from what you've seen on Jerry Springer or Phil Donahue back in the day. A far cry from that. Uh, we are a very well-organized organization, and uh, uh, just check it out. Uh, back to this article. Uh, apparently, articulating those distinctions involves rolling in the Punisher logo and the Betsy Ross flag. True, the U.S. is suffering a wave of political violence from across the political spectrum, but instead of cooling tensions, government officials seem to see legitimate fears of riots or terrorism as opportunities to conflate those who actually intend harm with peaceful critics of government and authority. They throw a few bad actors in with people who don't like being bossed around and try to smear everybody with guilt by association. They've taken this so far as to present symbols of the country's foundings, founding as potential threats. When the FBI tells you that fans of images and ideas associated with the American Revolution are the bad guys, take them at their word. The feds are telling us something very revealing about themselves. Uh, so, there is why uh, the government wants to uh, disarm you. Uh, boy, we'd... Uh, really tore into our hour with that uh, 
article. Uh, I want to do this one too. And now, uh, you know, this is a shame that this even has to be uh, uh, talked about in America. Uh, let me find this. <coughs> okay, uh, this order. This is a shame that uh, this is even a discussion or something that has to be done uh, in America's schools. And this is uh, I've uh, advocated for homeschooling uh, for many years. Uh, we all know what our uh, American school systems, it's not about education, it's about indoctrination. And uh, this article comes from the New York Post. Now this is something a little different here. Uh, the headline to this is, North Carolina County to place an AR-15 in each school in response to Uvalde, Uvalde massacre. An AR-15 in each school. You know, uh, in my opinion, this sounds like it's uh, you know uh, going to just be one uh, AR-15 locked away uh, to where you know if one per a person has access to that, uh, you know that's going to be pretty tough. Uh, I would say what needs done is an AR-15 put in every classroom. Every classroom. Do you know how fast these school shootings would stop? Not by disarming people, but by arming people. Uh, do you think these crazy kids, these nut jobs, are going to go in and shoot up a school if they know that each teacher in each classroom has an AR-15? Guess what? You would have to be pretty damn stupid to even consider going into uh, shooting up a school no matter how retarded you are. Uh, you know, they use these nut jobs as examples of why uh, uh, we should be disarmed. Listen, you have nuts everywhere. Do you think these nuts that uh, go in and shoot up schools and go into malls and uh, shoot up the place, do you think these people are going to stop if there's no firearms? Of course not. They'll find another weapon. Uh, this article here, a North Carolina school system will place AR-15s in each school building this upcoming school year and a dramatic move meant to buff up school safety. The Madison County Sheriff's Office and school officials have decided to place the weapons in all six schools in the county when classes begin later this month in response to the tragic school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, that killed 19 students and two, two teachers. Each of the guns would be locked in a safe as well as extra ammunition and breaching tools, Sheriff Buddy uh, Harwood told the Asheville Citizen Times. He noted the delayed response by law enforcement to stop the attack at Rob Cemetery. Yes, Cemetery. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, you know, what happened there? Uh, you look at elementary and uh, cemetery. Uh, I apologize for that. Uh, Rob Elementary School in May was a rationale for the uh, measure. Those officers were in that building for so long, and the suspect was able to infiltrate that building and injure and kill so many kids, 
Harwood told the newspaper. I just want to make sure my deputies are prepared in the event that happens. There will be school resource officers at each of the six schools, including the three elementary schools, according to the Citizen Times. Officers have been training with instructors from Asheville Boncomi Technical Community College, he said. The Madison County Sheriff's Office in North Carolina will place AR-15 rifles in each school building in the county when classes begin later this month. Uh, the reason we put the breaching tools uh, in the safes is that in the event we have someone barricaded in a door, we won't have to wait on the fire department to get there, Harwood told the outlet. We'll have those tools to be able to breach that door if needed. I do not want to have to run back out to the car to grab an AR because that's time lost. Hopefully we'll never need it. But I want my guys to be prepared as prepared can be. Uh, Madison County school security decisions are in response to the shootings at Robb uh, Elementary. Uh, now here, this sounds like these uh, AR-15s. Uh, and I, I've said to also uh, many times on the show, uh, when I gather these news articles, I don't read them uh, before I do them. Uh, I don't want my show uh, to sound scripted. Like, like uh, I pick an article, read it, and then find a way to twist it uh, into uh, uh, my own pers perspective. Uh, nobody can blame me for that. If the article looks good, I grab the article, and uh, as I was reading that, this is the first time I was reading that article, as you're listening. Uh, there, I was under the impression that uh, uh, these AR-15s were be being put in school for the teachers uh, uh, to keep uh, students safe, but I guess this is just for the Sheriff's Department. Uh, in my opinion, the teachers should go through uh, training, uh, firearm safety, firearm training, and teachers, in my opinion, should be armed. Uh, if not with AR-15s, okay, uh, have uh, a couple of AR-15s securely locked up at different uh, parts of the school, not just one one place, different parts that a teacher would be able to get to that, but that teacher Teachers uh, should be uh, armed with uh, a handgun, at least, at all times. Now, that, that, that is terrible to even have to say something like that in America. Uh, but that we would have been talking about uh, needing uh, firearms in schools for safety. Uh, you know, when I went to school, we didn't have locked doors. Uh, each... Each uh, hallway into the school had doors to outside. Those doors were propped open, and, uh, you know, between classes, uh, you would feel uh, the cool air from the fall coming uh, up through the uh, uh, hallways. We didn't have air conditioning. Uh, that was our air conditioning, and, you know, uh, it, it, it was great. Uh, it was, it's part of a memory that I have from school, the open doors. Uh, 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 the fresh air, uh, the cool breezes. Children today don't have that. You know, children today going to public schools are, are more or less going to prisons, to jails, to be indoctrinated, not educated. Now, that brings me to uh, this. 
uh, I said I am a big advocate of homeschooling. You know, for a long time, many parents said, oh, I can't do that. I have a job. I, I, I don't have time. Uh, I play bridge uh, three times a night. I can't homeschool my child. That's too much trouble. Uh, COVID-19, there's the silver lining to the Chinese flu, people. You've done it. You were forced to do it, and you did it. Now, uh, I ask, isn't your child's safety worth sacrificing maybe something that you do uh, uh, through the day or uh, after work for your child's safety? And not only from uh, these nuts, uh, these retarded kids that go in and shoot the schools up, from the indoctrination. Do you want your child going to school and being molested by a man dressed in a dress? Here's your start. Go to www.whitepridehomeschool.com. There you'll get your start. You can actually, if you're seriously interested in uh, a homeschooling your child, uh, you can get a free book there. And uh, this, this isn't something uh, that people uh, figured out on a computer. These are actually, this uh, website is actually people that have homeschooled their, their children for uh, several generations. So uh, the tips that you get there isn't from somebody that uh, uh, read about it on the Internet. These people have done it, and they've produced uh, extraordinary uh, children. Okay, let's see. I'm running out of time here. Um, I have to do these two articles. Uh, this article comes from The Blaze. The headline is, Public School District Apologizes for Logo Resembling Swastika on Shirt Given to Staff at Conference and for the Emotions that the Logo Has Evoked. Now, we know what that is. The six million Jews. You know how to strike that down with anybody? that wants to argue about the Hall of Hoax. You, know, you want to know how you strike that down? You tell them. There wasn't six million Jews on the planet at that time. Shut them right up. Uh, Virginia Public School District has officially apologized for a logo resembling a swastika placed on T-shirts distributed to staff members at a professional development conference. Uh, the details here, we are deeply sorry for this mistake and for the emotions that the logo has evoked by its semblance to a swastika. Hanover Public School Superintendent Michael Gill wrote in an apology Wednesday, according to WRIC-TV. You know, that's sickening. People apologizing. It's, it wasn't a swastika to begin with. But what kind of limp-wristed person is going to write an apology letter? You know, uh, what should have been said is, if you don't like the logo on this shirt, leave. 
period. Uh, we condemn anything associated with the Nazi, re Nazi regime in the strongest manner possible. Gill wrote that he believed the shirt design was created without any ill intent by, teacher, by a teacher, the station said, and that the logo was intended to represent four hands and arms grasping together as a symbol of unity. The superintendent also said the t-shirt was no longer being distributed and that the district was attempting to remove the logo from all conference material, WRIC reported. The station said images of the t-shirt made the rounds online Wednesday morning, which resulted in heavy criticism of the district. Now look, the dude just explained what the logo was to represent. Four hands and arms grasping, grasping together as a symbol of unity. Anybody with a problem with that, don't go to that school. You don't like it, then go. But no, you have this uh, limp-wristed fool apologizing. Uh, and I, I saw the picture. It, it's definitely not a swastika. It kind of uh, looks like a swastika. But, you know, even if it was a full-blown swastika, who cares? Because, you know, uh, the meaning of a swastika is this. The word swastika is derived from the Sanskrit root swasi, which is composed of su, which is good, well, and asti, is. It is, there is. The word swasti occurs frequently in the Valdez as well as in classical literature, meaning health, luck, success, and prosperity. And it was commonly used as a greeting. The final, K-A, is a common suffix that could have multiple meanings, according to Monier Williams, a major scholar consider it a solar symbol. The sign implies something fortunate, lucky, or auspicious, and it de denotes auspicious or well-being. There is the true meaning of swastika. So even if these teachers had a swastika on their shirt, who cares? There's the meaning for swastika. The swastika has no bad meaning at all. Uh... You know, this is something else that the left just took and run with uh, to try to make the swastika uh, such an evil thing. Uh, in my opinion, uh, well, yeah, in my personal opinion, I think uh, Hitler uh, had the right idea. Uh, may have went about things. Maybe the wrong way, a little bit, uh, maybe not. Uh, but I do believe that uh, Hitler had the right idea. And I say that because anybody with a brain that uh, uh, studies the Holocaust, and not from a Jewish perspective, will see uh, that what they claim Hitler did 
is impossible. Totally impossible. Now, I'm going to end this evening's show uh, with a little something about uh, Adolf Hitler. This comes from NBCNews.com. The headline is, Hitler's Watch Sells at Maryland Auction for $1.1 million. Uh, and it is a beautiful uh, watch uh, for the time. It still is uh, a very beautiful uh, watch. It is a square-faced watch. Uh, the article here, a watch that belonged to Adolf Hitler, sold at auction for $1.1 million from Alexander Historical Auctions in Chesapeake City. A Maryland auction house has sold a wristwatch that once belonged to Adolf Hitler for $1.1 million. Alexander Historical Auctions in Chesapeake City had estimated the value between $2 and $4 million, describing the watch as a World War II relic of historic proportions. News outlets report that Jewish leaders and others objected to the sale this week, saying it had little to no historical value. Uh, the auction house president, Bill uh, Panopoulos, defended the auction and said the buyer is a European Jew. The first feat, uh, the watch features the initials A.H. and a swastika. The auction house said a French soldier seized the watch as spoils of war on May 4, 1945, when his unit became the first Allied force to arrive at Hitler's uh, Bertagesagen retreat uh, for um, uh, Hitler enthusiasts, uh, uh, National Socialists. I apologize that I probably spelt that wrong, or pronounced that wrong. Uh, Burchist Eskaden retreat. Uh, the Nazi leader died in Berlin on April 30th, 1945. Uh, so uh, there you have it. And there, even a Jew bought it. You know, uh, the Jews decry uh, how bad and make up the hollow hoax. And, you know, they do that to Americans because uh, the Jew has been booted out of 109 countries worldwide. They have been booted from 109 countries. Now they have their evil little claws uh, on America, seizing America with a pity story. You know how that goes. Uh, you see, the, anybody that's watched, I used to watch uh, America's Got Ta Talent, and uh, uh, the, the, there was a music show, uh, American Idol. I, I used to, years ago, I watched those shows uh, because they were interesting. Uh, towards last, those shows became nothing but, uh, you know, there would be some real competitors there, real talented people, and then you would have some uh, uh, non-white person uh, trying to compete and win, and uh, they would tug at the heartstrings of Americans by giving some kind of a sob story. I quit watching it one time when uh, it was a black person and he was raising his uh, sister's uh, child because his sister uh, was probably killed in some 
uh, gang uh, murder. I don't know that, but uh, more than likely, that's what had happened. And uh, uh, he said he needed to win American Idol uh, so he could take care of his niece. You know, uh, that's how it is with non-whites in America. They want everything given to them. They don't want to work for, for nothing. You know, uh, and that's why I quit watching the show, because my first thought was, well, then get a, get a damn job. You don't have to be a rapper. You don't need to gold grill the 30 pounds of uh, chains around your neck, the Rolex watch, singing about raping white women, selling drugs, murdering your own people. Get a job. But anyhow, that's why I quit watching those shows. You know, sometimes I talk about some of these things. Uh, it upset me. Uh, anyhow, I will be back here uh, next Tuesday, August 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern with another uh, The Rust Belt Klansman show. I look me up on VK and True Social. Uh, and again, uh, I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, uh, on True Social, uh, I have two followers, and I hope I hope to keep those followers. Uh, I hope they enjoy the show. And uh, uh, if you if you guys do, um, W America and F Dude, uh, if you enjoy the show, please uh, spread it around there on uh, True Social. Uh, let your friends, like-minded friends, know about the show. Uh, I really I, I appreciate that. Uh, you can email uh, news articles, your thoughts. Uh, anything you want to get off of your mind, uh, if you have a question, you can email it straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Very simple. All lowercase letters, heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, leave a voicemail or a text. Unfortunately, I don't have time to answer the phones, uh, uh, but I say this every show. If, if you send me an article or you have a question, I most definitely will answer you. Uh, so, you know, I don't ignore uh, my listeners. I just don't answer the phone, but I, I read every email. I listen to every voice message, and I read every text. Uh, if it is something that... Uh, it requires an answer or a thank you to, uh, I will most definitely uh, get back to you. Uh, I have two announcements here to make. I made them uh, Tuesday night as well. Uh, two uh, upcoming uh, gatherings, get-togethers for uh, uh, white people, uh, God's chosen. Uh, the first one is uh, the Knights Party Fellowship and Family Gathering. Uh, this is the organization I belong to, the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, this is an annual event that uh, happens every uh, Labor Day weekend. This is an annual event. Uh, this year, uh, <coughs> I will read the ad for that. Uh, we certainly hope to see you at the Gathering of Friends and Families coming soon. It will be held at the Soldiers of the Cross Bible Camp, located in rural Boone County, Arkansas, on September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And will conclude with a beautiful traditional cross-lighting ceremony on the 4th. There is no charge for attending. All white people of good moral character are, inviting, are invited. Uh, this year's theme is New Dawn Coming. 
speakers will include Mr. Tom Bowie, Mr. Steve Kukla, Mrs. Rachel Pendergraft, Mr. Jason Robb, Mr. Joseph Demo, and Mr. Eddie Miller of Blood River, Blood River Radio, and of course, uh, Mr. Thomas Robb. Uh, Thomas Robb, uh, if you don't know who that is, Google him, uh, as well as uh, uh, Miss Rachel Pendergraft and uh, Jason Robb, uh, his son and daughter. Uh, the, this is the leadership uh, of the uh, uh, Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, Mr. Thomas Robb is the national director. His daughter, uh, Miss Rachel Pendergraft, is the national organizer. And uh, Mr. Jason Robb is the legal counsel uh, for the Knights Party, a uh, family-run organization. And you definitely, I, I gave the uh, uh, website, you definitely have to check out uh, the Knights Party. Uh it continues here. Are you discouraged with events happening in our nation? Perhaps feeling a little depressed when watching the news? There is a new day. A new dawn coming. This is the meeting you cannot afford to miss. You need to hear some good news. You and your whole family need to be here. This is held on private property. It is safe and secure. And it definitely is. This is held on uh, uh, Knight's Party private property. Uh, and it is a family event, so uh, bring your wives, children, if uh, 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 any ladies listening, uh, bring your husbands and uh, ch uh, children. Uh, it is a good time for all, a place to fellowship and renew uh, our strength. Uh, we do ask that you call first to register because uh, food is uh, available there. And uh, we like to know how much food uh, to purchase by how many people will be attending. So we do ask that you register. It is free. Uh, the meals are uh, very reasonably priced. Uh, good home-cooked food. Uh, but call area code 870-427-3414, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 10 a.m. until 12 noon. Those are all Central Standard Times. Uh, and if you don't get an answer, keep trying, uh, because uh, we are very busy. And, uh, you know, uh, not all the time can someone uh, get to the phone, uh, you know, with interviewing, uh, giving interviews to people, uh, tours uh, to people of uh, uh or uh, grounds there. Uh, sometimes uh, somebody can't get to the phone all the time. Uh, I started something uh, on Tuesday's show, at the end of the show, uh, ended the show in prayer. And uh, we're going to do that again here uh, this Thursday evening. Uh, the steadfast of mind, you will keep in perfect peace. Because he trusts in you. Uh, bow your heads. You are magnificent, O God, and worthy of all praise. Because your faithfulness is beyond compare. What you say you will do, I have no reason to be doubtful of your promises. I glorify your precious name and thank you for steadying my feet with the instruction from you with the instruction from your Holy Spirit. Your work from the past remind me 
that your steadfastness and that I can fully trust you to bring about what you have promised. Even in the hardest of times, I can rest assured that you are sovereign. Remind me each day of your mighty works and your faithful love and kindness for your people. So I will be bolstered in faith each day. Give me more understanding of your plan so my faith is increased before you. I know that your plans are certain to be fulfilled, and I am filled with peace and joy. Amen. Uh, I think maybe I will uh, start ending the shows with uh, a prayer, because uh, we certainly need it. We all need it. Uh, we all need to um, uh, do more faith-related activities and things. We need to uh, definitely open our hearts and our minds to our Almighty God. So I think uh, we will end uh, each show uh, in prayer. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power! <laughs>